the latest edition of the Beauty and Diggies podcast, where, as usual, uh, we will watch movies so you don't have to. I am Diggiest of Beauty and Diggiest, and uh, over yonder is Beauty. The other side of the state is, is the beauty. Although, if you're talking landscape, the where you're at is much more scenic than where I am, so... It's nice up here in Duluth, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's spots here, but, you know, for the most part, it's the suburbs. <laughs> there, There's houses everywhere. Yeah, suburbs kind of look like suburbs, wherever yep. you go. Yeah, but we're not talking suburbs. We're talking quality of character, and it, my quality is beautiful, apparently. So, yes, we are here for episode 113, I believe it is, which is Slumber Party Massacre 2, which uh, we will get into in a bit here. But right now, we're just going to find out what's happening during the week. What have you been up to? Anything fun? Uh, no. <laughs> As I explained right before we started, I've just kind of been uh, a little bit uh, just out of it all week, a little bit sick uh, all weekend, and uh, just taking it easy, and then last night, which is normally my gaming night, even though it was Valentine's Day, since we're recording this on February 15th, and I wasn't planning on going anyway, I did stay home, because we got like five inches of snow down here, so uh, it was started snowing about 1.30-ish yesterday, and when I went to sleep at 11 o'clock at night, it was still snowing, so it's kind of a mess. That's wild. We didn't get a thing here. Yep, yep. Just a band that moved across the, the middle part of the state. I think about the northern suburbs of the Twin Cities were the cutoff for that. And then, like, south of Owatonna, Mankato area did not get anything either. It was just a band that moved right across the, the middle section of the state. <laughs> interesting i didn't even didn't even know it was happening we got uh, like i said no snow here and i don't <laughs> watch a lot of news or anything so uh oh well at least somebody's getting some snow oh i i mean this is the biggest snowfall we've gotten this this uh winter this season and uh it's it's a lot of it is already melting today i've been watching it melt watching it drip off the windows today so um that that's uh, what I got going on. How about you? You had some comedy shows, and you got some upcoming stuff to talk about. Correct. I worked with Nick Griffin for a couple of shows in uh, Duluth and in Brainerd. Those went those went pretty solid. Uh, like Brainerd was packed. I did two shows in Duluth. One was sold out. One was not. But uh, yeah, Nick's. Nick's great. He's been on a lot of late shows, so it's fun working with him. And then uh, this upcoming weekend, well, this will come on Saturday. Friday, yesterday, after this uh, is released, I'll be up in International Falls at Thunderbird Lodge doing comedy up there. So that's a drive, even from Duluth. Yes, it is. And Almost I... in Canada, basically. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. Correct. Been to Canada for comedy, but not quite there this time. I did send you a screenshot earlier, too. Uh, tickets for Dave Attell go on sale tomorrow at Treasure Island Resort and Casino. Oh, yeah, Dave, you did. Dave, yeah, Dave's, Dave kicks ass, man. I saw him, yeah, I saw him many, many years ago, like 2006. Seven, eight, nine, somewhere in that area. I think it was 2007. And he was very, very entertaining. I went like, uh, I saw him, he was in Minneapolis at Acme like two years ago, maybe. I, I saw him then. He played the flute on stage. That was, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Probably working on some new material to get another kind of bigger tour like this together because, uh, yeah, normally you wouldn't hear of Dave Attell being at Acme um, unless he's working on some new material. So, 
Yeah, it was fun to watch the flute bit. You know, I'm always interested in uh, creative outside the box comedy bits and uh, to bust out a flute on the stage. That was pretty fun to watch. Then the uh, like a whole front row table got booted out of that show before it even started. They were trashed and they would not stop talking. And at first, uh, like the Acme staff cut them off. They just said, hey, no more alcohol. And they started throwing a fit about that. And then they just said, all right, you're all out of here. And this was like during the, it was either the host or the features act. So they didn't even get to see Dave. (laughs) Which, I mean, typically people do get pissed off when they get cut off because they don't understand that they are making an ass of themselves. So, yeah, that's the catch 22 is that they're too drunk to realize they're wrong. And they're going to argue with you the entire time. <laughs> There's no, no amount of explaining it to them while they're trashed is going to help. And they're just, yeah, they just kept arguing and people were like, no, nah, it's time to, time to stop. And they're like, stop, we're not done drinking. We've only been here 20 minutes. And then they're like, okay, you're out. Your whole table's out. See ya. Yep. So I guess I do have a kind of a little bit of exciting news too. Uh, well, I I messaged you about it yesterday, but I did order more stickers for Crypticon this for this year, and I booked my room for Crypticon. So I am going. Nice, all set. Yep. Now I just have to remember them. <laughs> That's half the battle, man. We're forgetful sometimes in this show. I was told yesterday that i need to put them in my wallet not by you uh, at right now and i said well i haven't even gotten them yet but i can't put them in my wallet so i don't forget them (laughs) right now yes i mean it's good advice but yeah you got to get them you got to remember to put them in your wallet after they arrive i just have to remember not to leave them sitting on my desk when i grab other things off of my desk till when i leave sure (laughs) because <laughs> that would really help. Well, I've got it on my calendar, so I should uh, hopefully make this one. That would be nice. Nice. All right. Well, I guess I don't really have any more personal note updates like that. Shall we hop into Slumber Party Massacre 2? Let's do it. There isn't much info on Rotten Tomatoes about it. Um, I mean, it's a two-sentence description. I guess it's not. It's even just a one-long-sentence description of it here, uh, which is Courtney and her friends go to their condo for a weekend getaway, but Courtney can't get rid of the haunting feeling that a supernatural rockabilly driller killer is coming to murder them all. That's an IMDb. Exactly that. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has four people listed, which is Courtney, Amy, the Driller Killer, and then Deborah Brock, the director. So <laughs> that is the amount of uh, info I have without going over to IMDb. <laughs> they have a little bit more, but again, it, this is a, uh, I think a positive. This is a sign of a good horror movie for me is if I don't care about any of the people and don't remember their names because they're just, <laughs> just there to die i do of course remember like courtney she's the main one but like her friends and the dudes i have no idea i barely yeah. paid attention to their names they and they were complete tods anyway so yes for sure but yeah let's hop into it uh this is from 1987 uh, it's hour and fifteen minutes, directed by Deborah Brock. As I, as I mentioned there, uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is there's only four critics reviews, which uh, they don't even then aggregate the review there, and then the audience score is given at thirty six percent on twenty five hundred plus ratings. So, not exactly the greatest, but. <laughs> It's got a 4.6 in IMDb. All right, so it's average, according to IMDb. All right, well, yeah, let's, uh, I guess, get rolling here, because it starts off with, you know, Courtney, obviously, is her main character. She was the younger sister, 
in the last one. It was Valerie was was her sister's name in the last one. Correct. And uh, yeah, this movie centers around her, which this is uh, obviously several years later. She is now, she's no longer a 12-year-old girl running away from the driller killer. Um, but yeah, she's uh, in the middle of a dream and uh, she kind of has a, she has kind of these weird, uh, I guess, almost stop motion kind of shots in the dream there. There's a dead bird, and then there's, you know, she hears the, the little, she sees the driller killer there, and, and she obviously she wakes up because it's a dream. And uh, she goes to get ready for school and goes outside and sees a dead bird on the ground, which is exactly as matching her dream. Her friend, uh, one of her bandmates, is there to pick her up. She gets in the car and they're like, oh, what were you looking at? A dead bird. She just like answers it so deadpan. <laughs> it's just. And they're like, oh, Courtney, there's you're some so weird. Uh, weird dialogue and bad acting in this one. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they end up, you know, having a talking about how they're going to go away for the weekend to uh, the condo, which will come into play a lot later on here because uh one of the band one of the band's band members dads just bought a condo up in was this spring hill or something like that some sort of some sort of valley play like getaway place supposed to be like a like a, a gated community where they can where people can go away for the weekend and uh you know enjoy the pool and and fun stuff like that so their plan is to go for that she's like oh i haven't even asked my mom yet so i don't know if i can go so they go about their day there's also talk about uh i guess it's her crush matt she had been dreaming about matt as well and they they have a run of the mat in the car, and her her friend is like, "Hey, why don't you invite Matt up to the the condo?" Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 driver next door kind of kind of encounter with Matt, who who looks like the biggest douchebag, and he probably is. He looks like one of the uh, Cobra Kai members. He looks like the 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 kid who had the goofy laugh from Karate Kid. Yeah, at the at the end there, get him a body bag. <laughs> Look like that. Yeah, and they also uh, they also invite him over to band practice, <laughs> <laughs> which is the band practice scene is hilarious because, again, I'm sure they have no musical ability and it shows in this. the The song's terrible. They're like the the guys are just hanging watching out wa- watching them rock out. Again, just uh, terrible acting, bad dialogue. There's a scene which is just Matt's talking to uh, to Courtney. He's like, "I like your music, thanks." And uh, she like she's inviting him over to the condo for the weekend. He's like, "Are your parents gonna be there?" And she says, "No." And he's like, "Oh, you're a bad, bad girl." And she says, "You must be thinking of someone else." No, I'm thinking of you. And then they just start making out. (laughs) It's just so cheesy dialogue, bad acting. It's the kind that it's like so bad. It's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I mean, like like I said, like I have seen this movie before, and I'm pretty sure that this was more meant to be more of a comedy movie than it was a horror movie. Because it certainly was not scared at all. No. No, not at all. And then there's yeah, there's and there's one problem with this weekend trip to the condo. Yeah, like you mentioned, uh, Courtney has not gotten permission from her mom yet. They do have a uh, a discussion about it. Mom doesn't want her to do it. Courtney kind of guilts her into letting her go. Well, they they do mention that Valerie now has started talking again and, and wanted to and uh, yeah. Courtney's mom was like, oh, maybe we should go see her this weekend. And 
Courtney says, well, no, it's my birthday this weekend, so I want to do what I want to do. Can I Can I enjoy my birthday by myself? And she's like, oh, don't you want to see your sister? She's like, yeah, I do, but not on my birthday. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to spend all week. I don't want to spend all weekend in a mental institution. I want to hook up with Matt. Matt the stud. I want but yeah, she Matt. does talk her mom into giving her permission to go. She guilt trips her. I want Matt to put his Matt in me. Yeah, she's she's in love. She's in love with Matt, who's adorable. So again, yeah, they they uh, it's now the next day. They're getting ready to leave for their road trip. But oh, she she is talking on the phone to Matt. But he has got some sort of family thing to do, so he won't be able to make it up there immediately. He has to do some. He'll be there Saturday evening. There, he won't be up there. He won't he won't be able to go up there with them right away. So, oh. Courtney, it's eleven thirty at night, and you're still on the phone. So she uh, again, obviously, hops off the phone, goes to the next day, and they don't even go to. Doesn't even appear that the previous night was a school night, but they don't appear to be going to school because they immediately get in the car and take off. Yes, for the for the for the condo, which again, typical '80s family movie. Here we got for you know. Road trip with four of four teenage girls in a wood panel station wagon. Yes. Yep. Out of the condo, upstate, and of course they uh, they get there, they get to the condo. It's pretty empty. Yeah, like you mentioned, it's a new purchase or whatever. It's got barely any furniture. It's pretty empty. They do find a uh, blow up doll tucked in bed. And the one gal is like, oh, my brother must be spending a lot of time here. He likes to go up to the condo, have sex with a blow-up doll, then leave it fully inflated, tucked in bed. So that's uh, risky behavior. Knowing knowing that somebody else is going to be there that next weekend, yeah. Yeah, at any moment, someone could show up. Parents, sis, I'll just leave my blow-up doll here, tucked in bed. But whatever, you know, it's a brief moment of comedy, I guess. It's it's an '80s movie, so of course, yes, they get, they have to have the absolutely fake looking blow up doll in there. Yes, yeah. So like night one is gals only, girls night party, right? So what do girls do in a uh, a horror movie? They have some champagne, some corn dogs, and they take their tops off. And they have a pillow fight, as I assume all girls sleepovers do. I've never been to an all girls sleepover, so I'm gonna assume that as well. <laughs> I can, I can, of course, I, I can only assume that because I've never been to one, and movies yeah. have never told me anything wrong before. So, yeah, I imagine this is factually accurate. Why wouldn't it be? You know. <laughs> So what maybe maybe one of our listeners can tell us differently that that doesn't happen at all of them, only a majority. But uh, until I hear differently, I'm assuming all. Certainly happens in this one, but of course, some of the guys decide to show up early. Yes, yeah, uh, TJ and uh, I don't know that they ever mentioned the other guy's name. Nick, oh, Nick, Nick, it's Nick and TJ. I remember TJ. He's the dumb, annoying one. And I'll yes. trust you on Nick. And if, I, again, I, they, they just watch through the window, as as the guys do when the gals are having a sleepover party. Yeah, which I, they're, they're having a little dance montage to some stupid, like, weird song there. Oh, I love this song. Turn it up, and they're, they're you know they have the radio turned up, and they're so not paying attention to it because of the way that the radio is turned up. But they don't, you know, hear that the guys are knocking on the door and ringing the doorbell. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's so they're so oblivious. Another one, kind of like the dumb brother, like they're not supposed to be there partying, and they just have a topless pillow fight in which they completely destroy the pillows, feathers shoot everywhere. 
Um, sham- they're 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 throwing champagne all over this brand new. Yeah, uh, uh, this this brand new condo. You know, like if they're not supposed to be there. Yeah, uh, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Like the 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 actual premise of this, because. Everybody knows that if you're not supposed to be having a party, you do everything you can to make it not look like there was a party. You don't trash this brand new construction condominium by throwing champagne all over it, dancing around to some shitty song with your friends. You're right. You try to be a little inconspicuous, keep it on a little little on the down low. But no, there's just, yeah, blow up dolls and champagne and uh, destroyed pillow feathers everywhere and tits <laughs> and tits they're, they're they're whipping you know one girl's whipping the other girl with a bra and the other girl takes off her shirt and starts whipping her back and finally after you know like finally they hear something and uh, i forget which girl it was but anyway she was the drunkest one it was her it was her condo i think it was is it Lisa? Maybe I don't remember. I don't know what that. Like I said, I only have four character, three character names here. But anyway, she goes. She thinks she hears something at the back door. She like carries the champagne bottle like she's gonna hit somebody with it. But as she's getting ready to hit somebody with it, she dumps like half of it out. Yeah. <laughs> Which then you see. Uh, the the two guys there. One guy's got a knife tucked into his armpit, so it looks like he's been stabbed. There he falls down on the ground in front of her as she goes to check on him. The other guy comes out from the closet, grabs her from behind, and then obviously they realize that it's just a prank, and they have their little pathetic uh, pretend argument about being, you know, don't do that to us. We were scared. But now, now they completely welcome them in, uh, and then they continue drinking, and uh, at at night there they cut to Courtney and she's having a dream now again of Valerie talking. Valerie is, is there. She's like saying like, uh, "Don't go all the way," and, and uh, you hear the the evil maniacal laughter of the driller killer. And then you see. Valerie dead there in her uh, institution room, which then you cut to the next day and everybody's having breakfast. It it becomes very, uh, I don't know what the words are. It becomes very slow to develop horror movie. I'll call it that. Yeah, they're they're hanging by the pool in the morning. They're blaming Courtney for getting too drunk because she's acting a little weird. You know, there's TJ, like I said, is the most annoying dude in this film. He's 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 punching the blow up doll in the face. He's kind of like molesting Courtney, <laughs> just tosses her in the pool. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got the way he's got the perfect way to cure a hangover. And, and it's like, yeah, holding her up and basically pushing her, you know, like getting her to backpedal up to the pool edge and then just letting go of her hands. And so she falls in. But she does, and at that point, again, she has another weird flashback to where uh, she's just basically, like, even though she seems to know how to swim, she just doesn't come up. She just stays down at the bottom of the pool, which then, uh, I believe I believe Matt is there at the time then, too, or is it just Eric that or Nick that jumps in and saves her? I think point? Matt's there. Matt gets her pretty quickly, but I don't remember exactly when. He's probably there. Because they were... Because that's when... Uh, well... Yeah, because I think he brought them lunch or something like that. Because they were eating lunch and then that's when she... She sees the uh, the weird hand in her food. In her, in her burger. Yeah, that's right. That's the same scene at the pool. She's eating like a burger and freaks out and thinks it's a bloody hand. And kind of screams, and they're just like, "Uh, what? It's you just put too much ketchup on it. It's fine." Yep. But it's a it's it's a repetitive series of just like, yeah, she keeps thinking she sees death, 
and they're all like, no, you're just, you're just hung over. And then they uh, repart party and repeat that for a long time. Yes, they do. <laughs> and eventually, yeah, they, so her, uh, Courtney and Matt go back to the, the condo there. Everybody else is kind of doing their own thing. Um, the one girl sitting there working on her song, um, which, and they keep coming up with like the weirdest excuses to not believe Courtney as far as what's going on. Like she says, she's just not, you know, something's not, she doesn't feel right. And the other girl's like, oh yeah, I you know, it's totally know what you mean. I have this huge gigantic pimple that's coming into my face and I can just totally feel that it's there. And I don't know what, you know, it's totally grossing me out and. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so she she goes. She decides she's gonna go take a bath. Which, as she's laying in the bathtub again, she kind of she's almost like dozing off. She's got the bubble bath there. She hears the maniacal laughter, the driller killer, and, you know, and she gets kind of a quick vision of him. And then the faucet starts dripping blood, and then it continue, you know, and it keeps just like then it just. Turn the like the faucets just turn on, but she freaks out, runs downstairs, grabs the girl who's working on her song. Which, as they show her before, when she's working on her song, she's got like the worst fucking lyrics in the song. That pie in the sky song. Yes. All I want is pie in the sky, pie in the sky. All I want is pie in the sky. That's the song, basically. Yeah. Yeah, there really wasn't much more besides that. But it's her, it's her dad's condo, so she freaks out. She's like, can you come take a look at the bathtub? And she's just like, goes upstairs, and uh, obviously there's no, there's no bloody water or anything like that, but the water is starting to overflow. Which she's mad because, you know, now Courtney has caused the bathtub to overflow. And, and she's like, well, Courtney, why didn't you just shut it off? And she's like, I tried, but, you know, before when it was dripping blood, but they weren't on. And so the other girl kind of, you know, disgustingly turns, you know, disgustedly turns them off, starts mopping up things, and it cuts to uh, now, well, Courtney runs downstairs, you know, and that's when she, that's when she runs into Matt. As she's as she's running down the stairs after her bath. So Matt Matt was not there for the hamburger scene. So and this is right around when they uh <clears throat> Yeah, she keeps having stuff happen. She sees like oh. a, a, a Sally's face yes. explode yep. with zits. The zit that's, gal, her face explodes. That's yeah, that's just what I was gonna go back to. That's why she ran out of the bathroom freaking out because yeah. Now the, the gigantic zit has appeared on Sally's face and it looks more like a a, uh, a tumor than it does a zit. And then and she, you know, keeps cutting away to, to to Courtney and then back to, to you know back to the other girl and it keeps getting bigger and then it yeah, just explodes all over her and she freaks out and runs down the stairs. And that's what yeah, that's when she runs into Matt at the at the bottom of the stairs. And so he stays there to comfort her, and she's just like, "Well, we haven't seen, uh, you know, like we I haven't seen Sally or whatever." And and everybody, she starts again freaking out now because this other girl's missing. She hasn't seen her since she ran out of the bathroom screaming, which is about two minutes in film time right. to when they call the cops because she's missing. Which the cops show up. They're not happy because, you know, they think, oh, it's just, you know, whatever drugs you kids are on, don't be spreading it around the neighborhood. Blah, 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 blah. Typical cop, you know, language behavior there. Which as they're, as, as they're there, uh, she does walk back in. She was just, she had just run to the store, which was one of the things that they, one of the other guys had mentioned that, you know, maybe she just ran to the store real quick and, you know. Which yeah, again, she's just out buying zit cream. This is uh, something that was not edited well, apparently, because 
it went from her seeing her face explode in the bathroom to running down the stairs to them want to her wanting to call the cops because she hasn't seen her. So th this was like actual two minutes of footage time. That's supposed yeah. to trans, you know, that that transpires, but it's supposed to be like hours of, of character time. Which, again, the cops are just there, you know, oh, nobody dinks around in our town, so don't call us again if you need help. So, you know, we're not going to come back out here. We don't play those games, which, uh, you know, is whatever. And, Foreshadowing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and they leave. Yep. Cops get out of there. They're pissed. Um, and then... Courtney and Matt end up upstairs. I forget how. Probably yeah, to the, comfort her, but they end up humping. The the other the other group, the rest of them want to go. They decide that they're going to need to go get something to eat, uh, even though they just ate like ten minutes ago again in film time. <laughs> hey, but they they need to go get food, and uh, Matt and Matt says, "I think Courtney and I should stay here because you know." I don't think she should go out in this state. And he's got some special plans to, you know, because he he's got he's got her. He made her dinner, and he brought a birthday cake, and she's super happy. They like candles. She blows up the candles. They uh, yeah, they start making out, and uh, they end up doing it. And then that's when the driller killer shows up for real. So, grills Matt. Yep, splatters him all over. He flies his part of him flies into the birthday. Part of him flies into the birthday cake, splatters it all over. Again, Courtney runs out of there just as her friends are getting back home from getting something to eat. She's talking about how she knows he's real. You know, he is real, and blah. You know. And, uh, yeah, nobody really believes her. They think that she's just a, a psycho. At least for a short period. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I should mention, I, uh, Matt getting killed, we were 53 minutes into the first kill. That's a bit of a slow burn for me. And it's an hour and 15 minute movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, the rest of it's just them partying and she thinking she's seeing crazy shit. Yeah, 53 minutes in before we get uh, the first driller killer kill. Yeah, which just sends Courtney downstairs screaming. Her, her pals think she's crazy again, very temporarily, because driller killer comes right down. And it's a, uh, like, it's again, it's a large, what? guitar with a two three foot drill built into it yeah yep there is a very good picture of it built you know on as as the movie poster um very customized guitar with yeah like a two foot drill bit on the end of the neck there very well designed uh and, and yeah and he's like a kind of like an andrew dice clay Mixed with Elvis kind of thing, a rock rockabilly kind of character. There, he's played by was it Atanas Illich? Is, I don't remember is the guy's name. Yeah, he's got his black leather jacket. Yeah, and he's dressed as a rocker. Slick, yeah, slicked back hair. I don't think that he's done anything other than this, but I don't know. My Computer's going to be here real quick. I, don't know why it won't let I looked it up when I watched the movie. He's been in two other things. This is his first movie ever. Okay. So yeah, he's just there, and, and, and he he was very. I thought he was very entertaining by by this though with with the character though too. Yeah, I mean yeah. he did. He worked with what he had, that's for sure. And, and then the fight scene when he actually appears for real, that first fight scene too is hilarious because like it's so poorly choreographed and acted again. Like one guy 
the the crew there themselves are rockers, right? So the one guy grabs a guitar like he's gonna use it as a weapon. I think it's is it TJ? I think it was TJ. Like swings it feebly, ends up falling to the ground, and then just like bad first person drill scenes thrusting at him as he kind of like slowly rolls back and forth out of the way. Yeah, somebody else comes at him with a lamp. Like again, swinging super slow as hell. I'm sure the director's like, "Hey, we can't afford to break this lamp, so just don't swing it." So this lamp is gonna break. We sh- <laughs> hey, hey, we didn't we didn't tell this new construction property that we were gonna be filming a movie in here, so uh, don't break anything because this is their show house. <laughs> yeah, we can't afford to replace this twenty dollar Target lamp or whatever they got for it but yeah you can tell they were trying not to damage anything during the fight scene which yeah Yeah, they end up splitting up as you do as you do in a horror movie Uh, a couple of them uh actually uh yeah after the the guys fail to beat uh, the driller killer up uh, a couple of them run over to the phone i forget who i think it's sally who owns the house she stays and gets cornered by the the drum kit and Driller Killer drills her right through the stomach, then through the wall, then through the phone box on the other side of the wall where her friends are trying to call for help. So uh, well-precision strike by the Driller Killer to take out Sally and the phone in one blow. This this was a horrible attempt at an escape by Sally, though, too. Because, like, yes, she's behind, yeah. the drum, she's behind the drum kit. She gets up to try to get away. But she does manage to get away. She's got an eight-foot doorway and, like, two feet of wall. And she runs into the two feet of wall. <laughs> yes. Yep. She, ran, she goes from... <laughs> she ran past the eight feet of hallway that she had to get escape in on into, into the two feet of wall where she was trapped, which then allowed the driller killer to, uh, yeah, to... Uh, uh, kill to, to kill her but he did he did manage to wound it was tj so tj and his girl got out of there like tj got hit in the leg with the drill there when he swung the guitar that's why he went down um so they're they run out of there they're they're wounded um you know he he's wounded she's slowed down by helping him up uh nick and uh, the others, Courtney and uh, uh, Amy, has to be one of them, and uh, there, there's got to be one more there that that is with them there. But uh, they are, yeah, trying to call. They're going to try to. They do get a hold of the police, and the cops like, nope, you guys just called, and you were, seemed like you were pranking us. We're not coming out there. And then that's when yep. uh, uh, the the drill goes through the phone box there, which is in the trailer. Uh, so yes, they, they run outside there, there again, everybody's trying to escape, um, TJ and his girlfriend get to another occupied place, which, uh, is, is a rarity at, at this place there, but the guy's too busy, too listening to classical music too loud inside to hear the the doorbell or them pounding on the door because he's been injured. So again, uh, they see, I don't know, dice clay, (laughs) the, the dice, the, the dice man wannabe coming after them. So they, uh, again, try to take off there. He catches them. Uh, which after, of course, after they start to run away, after they get ki- after uh, the girl gets stabbed there and, and uh, TJ gets killed, which I was not sad to see because um, that no. that that character was the worst fucking Todd in the in the world. For sure. And the actor was not good that was playing. I mean, like, I I couldn't tell you whether that guy was acting or not. That's. Either how good slash how bad it was because that guy just looked and sounded like a fucking Todd. Yeah, if he was trying to be an annoying like douchebag bro, nailed it. He nailed it. It's hard to tell if he was trying or that's just him naturally. 
So he get he gets killed. Uh, the other, you know, and then driller killer leaves. Uh, they are, you know, she's still alive, so she crawls back to the house. And is it Courtney and I forget Courtney and the one other girl make it upstairs because uh, uh, Nick gets or they they that's right they take they take off they get in the car they get the keys get in the car he can't get it started he does they start driving away and, and the driller killer pops up from the back seat and is like. A dedicate this this one goes out to the one I love just like you know just like that and then drills through Nick's stomach there he crashes the car Courtney and the other girl get out go back to the condo barricade themselves inside which now at this point the other girl has made it back there sees them you know they've barricaded themselves in in the in the bedroom they're She's trying to get them to let her in. They think that it's the driller killer, so they don't. But the driller killer comes back and has puts on a little musical performance on his way up the stairs. There. Oh yeah, like an entire song. Like he just breaks into song, and it's the like chorus or catch line is "Let's buzz," like referring to his drill. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. Buzz. It was like, oh, here's a new MTV music video. Let's buzz. But anyway, he gets up there, kills the other girl. They uh, now he starts to try to drill through the wall there, um, where Courtney and I believe that Amy is the last one. Those are the last two alive. Starts so. trying to go through the wall. And uh, they managed to make it out of the house, but uh, Amy does get wounded there, gets gets a caught, gets the drill caught in the arm there, so she's bleeding. They go over to the new construction to to try and hide there, so they figure that'll be much easier. Go go into wide open spaces where it's just two by fours there, but it is dark out, so it might be a little tough to see. But again. The driller killer is uh, is is too smart for them, as he sees you know the the blood dripping down from where Amy is hiding because she's bleeding everywhere. Stabs up through the through through the 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 floor there through the ceiling, kills Amy. Uh, Courtney again keeps running away. She does finally seem to be cut off where she just grabs a torch and he's like, come on, baby, let my fire. And like, he just had like, ton, like the driller killer just had like so, tons of little different, uh, little lyric quips there. throughout oh, yeah. the movie. It's this whole deal. And, uh, so she lit him on fire and he burned. And she wakes up realizing that it's all been a dream, so she feels relieved. Yeah, she's then, in bed at the condo. Yep, yep, she's back in bed at the condo. She starts, uh, you know, she, there's somebody with her, so she assumes it's Matt, so she starts making out with him. Nope, it's Drillvis. I'll call him Drillvis from now on because, you know. Yeah, I like Drillvis. And all you hear is uh, his maniacal laugh and roll credits. <laughs> actually she screams wakes up again now she's in a mental institution that was also a dream yeah then roll credits double dream ending so uh oh shit yeah oh shit you know this is one clearly many things were bad about this uh that is a movie i can enjoy sometimes so anyone thinking about watching this you know, go into it knowing that. It's one of those that it's so bad so often, it can be funny and entertaining. If that's what you like, you might enjoy this. Um, certainly not enough good quality deaths for me, just from a, a, a good slasher perspective, though. Oh, I will say, yeah, I will say that there, there were some, well, I mean, it's also from the mid-80s. There were some, some pretty low-quality special effects, and, and it's a low-budget film. Yeah, uh, but I also feel that 
Although Rotten Tomatoes has it listed as a as a, under the horror genre, like I said last week, like this one to me felt a lot more like Evil Dead Two, where they leaned into the comedy aspect of it, versus just going the straight horror. Because I mean, like for the first one, they had like Bill from Falling Down as as the driller killer. You know, I and mean, I don't know if you remember good old Michael Douglas movie Falling oh, Down. Yeah. Where he just kind of goes crazy in L.A. traffic and and uh, goes on this rampage across the city because he wants to see his girl, you know, he wants to see his kid. But uh, you know, like they, it was actually like a serious villain in the first one, and then this one you have the guy that puts on the let's buzz. Yeah, and, legit. It's a lot goofier, like you said, with a, a, a at least one to two minute just musical dance number in this one as he's kind of going up the stairs at the uh the girls who are like locked upstairs he just breaks into song you know so know what you're getting into for for slumber party massacre too i will say though like i said i thoroughly enjoy this movie like i it, it's it is dumb it is ridiculous but it is an enjoyable watch. I mean, this is the second time I've seen it, and I would probably, I would, I wouldn't watch it again tomorrow. But like six months from now, I would definitely watch it again. Yeah, like I said, it, I, I think there's times when dumb and ridiculous are are fun and entertaining. So as long as people know that's what they're getting, yeah, and that's what they want, go into it. It can be it can be fun from that angle. Yeah, don't don't expect high quality. <laughs> whether it whether it be film or you know acting script you know dialogue special effects don't expect high quality for sure but enjoy the ride yep yep enjoy the goofiness All right, well, well, what's after that? Part three? There's part threes on Tubi. Is that correct? I didn't even look. No, it is not. Part three is like not available anywhere from what I have seen here. I can double check unless they added it because I looked when we first started this, like two weeks ago when we first started this one. But yeah, let's take a look real quick. I guess I did. I did not really think of what was next anyway. So we can have a quick on-air production meeting here. Yeah, I assumed we'd go to part three, but I guess I didn't look to see if it's uh, available to watch anywhere. The only place I could think of would be if it's on Amazon, which I, it probably is. Yeah, not on, uh, not on Tubi, that's for sure. Let's see here. Does not even look like it is available on Amazon. So, <laughs> uh oh. All right. Well, I mean, whatever. We, we can, can figure we can something skip, out. We, we can skip that. Sure. Let's see here. I guess we can Let's see what. See if Amazon recommends any good horror movies here. I don't need to see that. See what Amazon represents here. Or we can just call it a surprise one. Our listeners don't have to listen to us Google things. Yeah, right. I, I would say I would say, yeah, we'll do a surprise episode here. Um we'll fi- we'll figure it out off offline here while we wait for this uh, video to upload. But uh I don't know. I have, I, I will say, I have become uh, very much a fan of the show Barry. I, I get, I'll give a little recommendation to watch Barry. It is on HBO Max. It stars Bill Hader and uh, Henry Winkler. I haven't seen it. I would definitely say if you still have your brother's Max, if you, if your brother still has a Max subscription. Get his password and watch Barry. It's four seasons, half hour episodes. I started it at the be- 
beginning of last week and I'm just starting season four, which again, I was also, <laughs> I also spent most of Friday and Saturday uh, not doing anything other than watching TV, actually and Sunday, but I wasn't watching Barry on Sunday, watching TV and I'm through three seasons now. I'm just starting the fourth season uh, of, of the show, but Bill Hader, formerly of Saturday Night Live, uh, plays a hitman who decides he wants to be an actor. Oh, yeah, I also forget Stephen Root is also in it. So Milton from The Office. Oh, hell yeah. I like uh, Milton. So, so that, that, is, that comes highly recommended. I'm going to try and recommend things at the, end of, at the end of episodes as well, because that way, uh, I don't know, just gives us a little, little something more to, to talk about. So get people to watch sure. more shit. Yeah, sure. What people are watching. I uh, I don't watch a ton. I watched Fargo season one. That was all right. It was a decent show. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good review. <laughs> it probably doesn't get anybody excited, but I, I'd say it was mostly entertaining. Well, I mean, there are, what, five seasons, six seasons, something like that. But none of them have anything to do with each other. Like they had like the each season is its own location plot line everything like that so i've heard very good reviews about fargo i have not watched it yet i got so much stuff that i want so much stuff to to catch up on that i just don't have i don't have time i heard i heard really good stuff about it which is why i started season one is pretty good i you know i don't know any i have not seen any other ones but i like season one so all right uh i don't know if we got anything else but I, I mean, I don't, so Nothing we're going to be slightly under an hour again, so our fans will be upset, but uh, they can just put it on repeat and listen again. Sure. All right, this is Scott the Beauty signing off for the Beauty and Geese podcast, where we watch movies so you don't have to. Bye, folks.